0: Head to netsuite.com slash briefing now for their one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Friday, January 8th, 2021. Democrats seem poised to impeach President Trump for a second time. We'll discuss that plus the continued fallout within the Republican Party as it tries to pick itself up from the ashes of the siege on the Capitol this week. And finally, President-elect Joe Biden will aim to release every available dose of the coronavirus vaccine when he takes office. Will this speed the rollout up? The conversation about getting Donald Trump out of office before January 20th is not one that is only happening among Democrats. Let's be clear about that. Many Republicans are discussing it. Many folks inside the Trump administration were discussing the 25th Amendment, even though it looks unlikely that Mike Pence is willing to go down that route. And, by the way, some of the cabinet members that may have voted to invoke the 25th Amendment seem to be leaving, like Elaine Chao or Betsy DeVos. So that leaves the remedy... To remove President Trump if he doesn't resign, which the Wall Street Journal editorial board, as you know, owned by Rupert Murdoch, that publication, called on the president to do just that, that doesn't look likely either. So we're left with impeachment. And Nancy Pelosi, in a call with House Democrats today, made it clear that the support among House Democrats to move forward with a second impeachment of Donald Trump is even stronger than it was initially more than a year ago with the initial impeachment push that House Democrats passed through. So we are once again facing something unprecedented here. Donald Trump would be the only president to have been impeached twice on two different occasions by the House of Representatives, if indeed they go through with it. Now, the question is all about timing. We have 12 days left in this Trump administration. Is it possible for House Democrats to pass an article of impeachment, pass an impeachment resolution through the House, send it on to the Senate? And is there time and willingness in a still, at this point, Mitch McConnell-controlled Senate to actually start a trial and vote on whether or not the president should be convicted and removed from office and barred from seeking office again? I don't rule it out 100%. It seems like that's a lot to get through in just 12 days But Jim Clyburn, the number three Democrat in the House, said on CNN today he thinks this could be done within the next six to seven days. So by next week at this time, when we're doing this podcast, we really may have Donald Trump impeached yet again. We should note it is not likely to succeed in the Senate, even in this moment when Republicans broke away from the president. So let's put that aside for a moment. Actually voting to convict and remove him, it's not at all clear that there are enough Republicans to do that. But there is one, Ben Sass of Nebraska, who did vote against the president's impeachment last time around, who says he's open to it this time. The House, if they come together and have a process, I will definitely consider whatever articles they might move. Because as I've told you, I believe the president has disregarded his oath of office. And President-elect Joe Biden was asked to weigh in on whether or not he would like to see the president impeached yet again. I've thought for a long, long time that President Trump wasn't fit to hold the job. That's why I ran. And uh, my job now in uh, 12 days, uh, God willing, I'll be president of the United States of America. So we're going to do our job and uh, the Congress can decide how to proceed with theirs. It doesn't look like the kind of thing that he's going to stand in the way of if that's where Nancy Pelosi and her caucus are. But don't expect Joe Biden to be the one carrying a flag and leading an impeachment charge. Now, here's what else matters today. The fallout inside the Republican Party. Remember how this week started? It started with that insane phone call that the president made to the secretary of state in Georgia. Then it actually went to losing the majority control of the United States Senate to the Democrats because of Donald Trump's behavior. Well, then the week only got worse from there for Republicans because then the president of the United States, the president of their party, from their party, incited this insurrection that resulted in, latest count, five deaths and a complete tattering of our democracy. So in that heap of ashes, the Republican Party now needs to find itself. The Republican National Committee is meeting this week in Florida. And it seems that some people, like Nikki Haley, she addressed the gathering of Republican leaders from across the country down there, saying that the president's actions, what he did this week, his behavior since the election, that that is all going to be judged harshly by history. Donald Trump's hand-picked chairperson of the party, Ronna Romney McDaniel, reelected as chairman of the RNC a great swath of the membership of the RNC are really Trump loyalists. Donald Trump Jr. addressed the crowd and said, this is the party of Trump. So there is a real identity crisis. And now you're hearing Republicans on Capitol Hill, some of the Republican leaders at the RNC meeting, suggesting you have to turn away from just having loyalty to a person and get back to some principles. If there's a large enough swath of folks and Republican voters that believe that then there's a real battle for the heart and soul of the Republican Party that can take place in these next couple years. Donald Trump's power within this party has diminished, and it's diminishing precipitously over the course of these last few days. And so I do think it presents an opportunity for a whole new debate about how the party reconstructs itself in the post-Trump era. And finally today, some vaccine news, pretty big news. The incoming Biden administration is making clear they plan to break away from the way in which the Trump administration has been distributing the vaccine, specifically holding back that second round of vaccination shots for folks that get the first round. They wait 21 days, then they get a second shot in their arm, and that's the full vaccination. Well, instead, the Biden administration is going to come in and apparently say, no, we need to get every dose of the vaccine we have in stock into people's arms and put the pressure on the drug companies to make sure they are supplying that next round of doses to be able to finish the vaccination process. The question is, is this going to lead to a much speedier vaccination process for the entire American population. That's a question that I don't think can be answered yet, but it is clearly why the Biden administration is changing things up. It'll be interesting to see if indeed Biden's team, when it gets there, can implement this new policy in a way that doesn't cause more confusion or delay around this process, but actually improves the vaccine turning into actually vaccinated Americans. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you on Monday. CNN Political Briefing is a production of CNN Audio. Megan Marcus is the executive producer and Haley Thomas is the senior news producer. Raj Makhija is our senior production manager. Our episodes are produced by Will Cadigan, Taylor Galgano, Mimi Muteza, and David Toledo, and engineered by Francisco Monroy.